1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA member FDIC.
0: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post game podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO. When you sign up, hey, how's it going? Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. The Hawks pick up a tank win, losing 4 2 in Anaheim to the Ducks. We're going to get to all that. We're going to get to the Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty trades. We've got our uh, King of the Game. We've got our Fourth Stars of the Game. We've got our Tankathon update and everything as the show goes on. Make sure you smash that like button on the YouTube page and be sure you're subscribed. If you're a podcast listener, thank you. Make sure you are subscribed or following us there as well. And leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That would go a long, long way. So the Hawks fellas lose this game uh four to two, like we said right off the bat. And this is uh two very not good teams going at it. And I was talking to my cousin, who is a uh, a big-time user of DraftKings, let's put it that way, and he was sort of <laughs> looking for a scoop on betting this game, and I said, buddy, uh, I'm going to send you the lines of the Blackhawks and tell me if this is a game you want to bet. Yeah, right. I said, if you want to bet, bet that the Ducks would win because they have actual NHL players of value. Um, and that's how it went. The Ducks stars starred, and uh, <laughs> they, they took over. There it is. Yeah, this was... Uh
2: this was as close to a full-on tank lineup as I think we've seen all season yeah and uh yeah I mean for for everyone that's that's worried about the games in hand and too many wins and too many points look at the team that this Blackhawks group is is gonna ice for the final 20. Twenty-five games of the year,
1: not great, Bob. It's
2: it's going to be just fine. Everyone,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, should we should we list top, the lines for top, top those
1: that top line winger Brent Seeni, Brent Seeni in the NHL. Max
0: Domi and Andreas Athanasiu. That's your top line. Tyler Johnson, Cole Gutman, Taylor Radish is your second line. Colin Blackwell, uh, Jason Dickinson, and David Gus, your third, and Boris Kara, and Joey Anderson is your fourth line. That, that are, is a roster designed to lose. Those are four fourth lines, and at least. <laughs> at least one of those top guys is going to be gone by the end of the week. You think, think at least Tomy or Athanasius is going to be traded? It's yeah, not both, before no. it's all said and done, it's not both.
2: Oof. yeah, buddy. <laughs> and and did you want to go with the defensive pairings as well? Yeah, they, those, sure. <laughs> those yeah, were those were wonderful. <laughs> you had
0: the Jones brothers, not the Jonas brothers, but the Jones brothers is your top pair. Yeah, Jared Tenardi and Connor Murphy, your second pair, and Andreas England and Ian Mitchell, your third pair. Yeah. Hey, though I thought uh, I thought Englund looked pretty good. You know
2: what? He he he, he didn't. Uh, he he took advantage of the opportunity of of being able to get some some quality NHL minutes that I think he was getting pushed out of the lineup in in Colorado, and so he's gonna make the most of the opportunity. That's really all that these guys that are gonna be coming in uh, can can really do. Uh, guys like Joey Anderson, guys like uh, Andreas Englund, like they're getting opportunities to, to play minutes that they weren't getting elsewhere. So you want to see them come in and make the most of it. Anglin did. Um, Joey Anderson, not so much, but give him, He's here for 10 give minutes. him some leeway. Yeah. He,
1: he, he, he <laughs> came wearing his Toronto Marley. Yeah. yeah so. He yeah, got, he right.
2: got off the plane and walked right into the dressing room and played a hockey game. So yeah, you give him a, give him a little pass, but Hey, this is uh this is the tank. If you were, if you weren't aware of it yet, This is, it is fully here now. Yeah.
0: Uh, Reached out to our buddy Jesse Montano from DNVR Avalanche yesterday after the uh, trade went down and asked for a scouting report. He says, big, plays real heavy, not afraid to fight, decent instincts in the offensive zone. He was a totally serviceable third-pairing guy for the abs, which makes him a totally serviceable top six for the Blackhawks for sure. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, if you look at his stat line, uh, in this one, wearing number 28 to the disgust of many Hawks fans, uh, <laughs> 17.05 of ice time, four shots on goal, another shot attempt, a hit and two blocked shots. Apparently a career high and shots on yeah. goal. So he there looked, you go. That does not look like a guy who was playing with his new team for the first time.
2: Yeah, and he was he was mixing it up too. He was getting in, uh, in, in guys' faces, and uh, that's something that you can do in your first game to kind of endear yourself to your new teammates is like, Make make yourself, you know, make your presence known. So good, good on him for doing that.
0: I know, you know, people don't like to come to losing situations, right? Like, it's always kind of a bummer when you get traded from a contender to a to a bad team. But you got to wonder if there's some element for guys like England who look at this as an opportunity. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to play a lot more here than I was going to do in Colorado, and I'm a free agent this summer. Maybe I, I play great for these last 30 games or so and really make an impression and maybe the Hawks give me a new deal, or maybe I catch the eye of a scout somewhere else in the league. It's a big opportunity rather than just being the last guy on a cup contender. Now you're a guy with – he's got a little bit of spotlight on him because he's a new guy, so people are keeping an eye on him. And, hey, for one game, really solid. And we looked at the blue lines, right? Mm-hmm. And he was the second-best Black Hawk according to the metrics uh, behind only Max Domi. So welcome to the team, Andreas Englund.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was nice – I had zero expectations for him, yeah. i uh, going to be honest with you, uh, didn't know he existed until yesterday, so uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a guy that makes, I don't watch a lot of Colorado Eagle AHL games. No, uh, well, you're missing out. Uh, apparently, um, but you know, it, it, was, it was a nice debut, he was noticeable, and I guess in a good way, and when you're a defenseman, that's really all you can ask for, and yeah. You know, he's going to be a guy that makes the most of an opportunity. Joey Anderson, the other new guy, not not a great night, but you can't really. The dude woke up literally getting ready to play the Rockford Ice Hogs today. or mm-hmm. in Toronto taking on the Marlies. And then in and the then, afternoon. Then, yeah, he, he probably took morning skate for the Toronto for, Marlies. I'm sure, yeah. And then he gets on a plane to fly all the way across the continent. Right. So, uh, Joey, you know, uh, Joey Anderson, I think, I wouldn't call him a prospect by any means, but he's a guy that, Mario, you mentioned it earlier today uh, on our um, emergency podcast while I was dealing with an actual emergency. Yes, Um, You had more
2: emergencies than we did. Yes.
1: (laughs) um, So um, you said that he could be, if he tops out, he could be this year's version of Taylor Radish. Yeah. Which could be a guy that. That'd be nice. I mean, they they got two guys, uh, we'll get into it, but he's a guy that you know is not was not gonna get an opportunity in Toronto. Not on that roster. He's going to get an opportunity here. Let's see what he does. England's a guy, another guy, wasn't going to get much of an opportunity playing in Colorado, especially at defense. They've got some good defensemen I hear out there uh, as long as they stay healthy. So he's going to get an opportunity to play here down the stretch. Make the most of it. You don't have to be superstars. Yeah. But just make an impression. I mean, you're you're, – playing for your hockey future. So let's see what you got. If if these
2: if either of them get a second contract with the Blackhawks, that's a win for the team. Yeah, and definitely. a win for them. Yep. Because like like you said, like there's really no expectations on them right now other than hey, maybe turn your maybe turn
0: yourself into something. So, we'll see what happens. Got a question in the chat from Eric says, what if Kyle Davidson makes all these moves and the team stays mediocre or bad? Well, he right. could have made none of the moves and they'd still be mediocre they, or bad. Yeah.
1: They so
2: would days, look at last year's wait, team. If they make all these moves and then stays mediocre or bad.
1: I think he just means what if the rebuild like if doesn't the work? if
0: the rebuild doesn't work. Oh. Well,
1: then you're right back where you were when he took over. So no harm, no foul. <laughs> I
0: guess. Yeah. I, I, think, I mean, look, if you, if you look at just what the prospect experts have said about this Blackhawks draft class. The, the expectation is that Korchinski and Nazar are pretty much sure things. We know that Lucas Reichel is a surefire NHL player, maybe not a perennial All Star, but he's yeah, but a top six guy for sure. Mm-hmm. So you've already got Korchinski, Nazar, Reichel as part of your future. Kurashev is a guy who we know they want back. Um, so there's another young forward. You've seen what Gutman can do. You've seen what uh, you Ethan
2: Gus Del- can do. Ethan you know. Del Mastro. Yeah. You've got yeah. uh, Wyatt Kaiser. Yeah. Um, guys they, like there's a lot R- of
1: Ryan Green.
2: Ryan Green. Yeah. There's a lot of guys in the, in the out. system that in the next two years, three years, should start making NHL impacts. And, yeah, I, 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 I just – I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I – I saw a lot of people today online saying, like, oh, they're not going to make the playoffs till 2030 and all this stuff. It's going to be – if I'm 40 and they haven't played a playoff game since 2015 or uh, 26 2017, I'm, I'm going to be very shocked by that because yeah. I think the next wave that's coming through is very talented, uh, and and if they hit their projectional if they hit their paths on their projections, there will be very meaningful games in Chicago – Far sooner than that. Those, keep
0: in, sorry, keep in mind, too, whoever they draft this draft, whether it's Bedard or Fantilli or Leo Carlson or Vamishkov, whoever that is is going to be their top prospect automatically. Yeah. Like, from the second the pick is made, that's going to be the top prospect. And yeah. they've got another first-round pick this year so far, two second-round pick. Like, they're just loaded up with yeah. these assets. What is it,
1: 17 picks in the next in mm. three three first in the next, next 3 years 17 picks in the th- in the top 3 rounds the next 3 drafts yeah so 6
2: firsts 6 seconds and 5 thirds
1: so we could talk about the guys that are already there that have made them go from 25th to 5th in one draft class mm-hmm. and then now you're going to add potentially 17 first 3 round picks over yeah. the next 3 years and Kyle Davidson even said today, like, yeah, yeah we may pick those or that could be currency to go get guys. Like, yeah. he has got plenty of ammunition to do whatever mm-hmm. he wants. Yep. And yeah, yeah, time will tell if he's picking the right guys. But so far, so good. These guys are looking like they've got, you know, his first draft class was very impressive. And mm-hmm. they looking like, you know, Nazar and Korchinski. Two of your three first round picks are like guys that we're going to see in the NHL yeah. sooner rather than later. And maybe your third pick Sam runs If he hits his ceiling, that's going to be another yeah. guy that nobody really talks about right now. So there is a lot to be excited for. And for the, we have a general manager that has a real vision into the future. Yeah. And will will it work? We don't know. We'll find out, but it's all it's, off to a, an encouraging start. Well, when you think about, too, like, the moves that he has made,
0: um, when you look at, we already talked about the draft picks that he's made, but you look at, like, the trades he's made, getting Alex Nylander or getting Sam Lafferty for Alex Nylander, and then basically turning Lafferty into a second-round pick. Uh, you know, you, you you bring in, you sign Cole Gutman. out of, uh, You know, it didn't work out for him in College. Tampa, so yeah. you pick him up in, as a free agent, and he comes in and makes an impression right away. Like, he, 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 the moves he's made have actually worked out pretty well. I mean, he's not trying to win right now, so it's kind of hard to tell, like, exactly how guys are going to be. But I didn't see anyone he's brought in that's been a complete disaster. Like, even no. if you look at the free agents, like, Max Domi's come in and done everything you want him to do and more. Yep. See you. eh. But you kind of knew. When you signed him, eh. You knew it's going to be getting. what it's going to yeah. be. Yeah. You know, it's it, I, the things he's done have have worked out pretty well, I thought. So... Yeah. Um I don't know I think I think there is reason for optimism and, uh, and of course no rebuild is guaranteed but when you look at the position that Kyle Davidson was left in there's no other choice to do what he then to do what he's doing. Yeah. And we're going to hear from him. He met the media after the morning skate. We're going to hear from Kyle Davidson later in the show. I think it's it's pertinent uh, especially considering the time of year we're at here with uh, yeah. more
1: moves to potentially come. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's a couple of guys have mentioned in the chat uh, it sounds like Colin Blackwell is going to be out for a little while—a uh, quote, Mirazik esque groin pull. Yeah, so, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Luke Richardson said that uh, Black Blackwell will be out for a while. Yep.
1: So, the groin injury, so yeah. That's there's a, hey, there's another roster spot. It's uh, tough for Blackwell. Uh, they won't be calling up Lucas Reichel because that's not a top six <laughs> position needing I mean,
2: <laughs> yes, but also, <laughs> I mean, put these line put put all these players in a blender and you can make any line combination you want cuz it doesn't no, there's really, there there no longer is a top 6 on this team there's, there's no reason
1: to have numbered lines no they're just this is the line we put first line the, a line G. b line yeah, <laughs> c yeah they're like, they're just lines yeah i'm on a blackhawk line cuz yeah they're an and in a couple of days it's going to be even more just meh with,
2: with yeah with and, no with no tays no cane, no domi you know, Khrushchev, he was out with the illness. But, like, with none of those guys in, it doesn't matter. You yeah. just you just, you just just put three guys out there at a time, see what happens.
0: Yeah, see what you got. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, oh, thank you, James Coogan, for mentioning our guy, Samuel Savoy. I'm uh, more yes. my guy than our guy. It's your I'm guy. Taking him. It's your guy. 53 <laughs> points in 49 games. He did uh, the gritty. I saw him hit the gritty. Saw him mixing it up. Love this kid.
2: He had a – he did another Sully. Oh, he did the, the Perlini with the – the fingers oh, yeah. in the ears the other night. Yep. Yeah, he's got some sw- uh, some swag. I like him.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to be excited about. Yeah, yeah. Hawks it's fans a are years gonna, down the road. If but
1: that kid becomes a regular NHLer, Hawks fans are gonna adore yep. him. They should just give him number 65 right now.
0: He'll be a fan favorite. <laughs> and by the way, Ryan says the Hawks will need a few key free agents, a lot like what happened with Hosa. For sure. That's true. They've got nothing but cap space, and I think this is a good time to share what Jack Johnson had to say today about yep. Kyle Davidson. This is a quote uh, from Ryan Bolding, who covers the Avalanche uh, out in Colorado for NHL.com and Mile High Sports. Jack Johnson says, quote, No, I never asked for a trade. The GM in Chicago, Kyle Davidson, he was unbelievable with his communication with me. He said there's an opportunity to come back to Colorado and he said he'd like to help do that for me. Like I said, I have nothing but unreal things to say about Chicago players, management coaches, everyone I had such a great experience with them. The GMs were the ones that made that happen. I never asked for anything. So Mm. this sort of stuff, when a guy like Jack Johnson, who say what you want about him as a player, has the respect of every player in the NHL. He's a Mm -hmm. veteran. He's a winner. Everyone knows and likes Jack Johnson. You saw what Max Domi had to say about him when that deal was made. Guys see that and guys hear that, and that message gets around. Yeah, And I I always kind of cringe when I say the Hawks treat their players real well because then the little Kyle Beach on my shoulder pops up. Right, yeah. Um, But this is a different regime, and this is very similar. We've heard a lot of stuff like this about Kyle Davidson Mm -hmm. where it's not just about, I'm just going to, like when you look at the Dylan Strome thing and the Calvin DeHaan thing, I'm not just going to trade you to trade you. Right. right? If it makes sense for us, we'll do it, but we're not just going to force it, which makes me think, like, maybe Max Domi doesn't get traded. Maybe they find there's value in keeping him here. I don't know. There's, there's so many things that can happen and could happen. Yeah. But it's good to see that the reputation of this new regime has really, uh, really been positive from guys in and out of the organization.
1: Yeah, do, Doing right by veteran players goes a long way in this league all these players they all talk to each other yeah so you know that that can go a long way and, and, and the point of they'll need some key free agents before it's all said and done that's that's 100 that's percent true and stuff like that will help them and having a good young up-and-coming team with some exciting young players won't is gonna hurt too is, is gonna help too yeah that's the entire reason marianosa came here because he was like ooh,
3: they're, they're just about
1: there they yeah. are me away from winning yeah. the Stanley Cup. Well, I mean, I mean Hoso was cup hunting. Yeah. It was Pittsburgh,
0: it was Detroit, and he missed out both times and then he's like, "Well, all right, Chicago is going to be the
1: next hot yeah. team." And he was right. I mean, but guys are going to see, you know, if it's Bedard or Frantilly or whoever it is this year is your top prospect and that Kid comes in here and starts producing, and then Korchinski and Nazar and maybe Colton Doc and some of your other defensive. Yeah. All these guys start coming over the next two, three, four years when it's time to get the the uh, the free agents and a guy like Luke Richardson, if he's still your coach, which I don't oh, see I'm it. Sure like he will I mean, Look be. how hard this team competed yeah, I mean, tonight. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, if that doesn't get you excited for what Luke Richard, Richardson's going to do when he actually has a real freaking roster, mm-hmm. like. Guys are going to want to play for him. Yep. Guys are going to want to hopefully play for a guy like Kyle Davidson who is pretty is taking care of his players. And then you bring in some young, exciting players. I This could turn out to be, once again, a destination. And those first batch of key free agents are going to get paid because mm-hmm. the Blackhawks will have the money yeah. to, to get that first. Kind of like that... You know, that Cristobal Huey, uh, Brian Campbell, that was the year before HOSA. Mm, right. And that was like, holy crap, look what the Hawks <laughs> are doing. They never do this. And then it was like, all right, they became the destination because, A, they were willing to spend money on big free agents because they could, and they had that young team that everybody in the league could see was yeah. almost there.
2: Yeah, the the summer uh going into the 2024-25 season is – the next upcoming free agent class that's really going to have potentially have a lot of players to uh, uh, to really kind of fawn over. And it'll be interesting to see where that summer where Davidson goes, because, you know, that's going to be now probably two years through, quote unquote, tanking. uh, And you'd like to hope that Bedard is part of the team in next season and going into his second year, going into that 2024, 25 season. So it'll be interesting to see what his what his what Davidson's strategy is for that that offseason cuz that's going to be kind of like at least in my view that's kind of like the first year where the upswing could yeah. could maybe start coming. Um but not only free agents but you know trade pieces as well. Like guys that Davidson can can acquire over the years, I think is going to be really important too. And, and that's why I think like when we looked at the the trade today, you know, the the 2025 first that they got from Toronto, the 2026 second round pick, which I didn't even know you could trade that far ahead. Uh, but, you know, those picks down the line, yeah, maybe they end up being picks, but they could also end up being at the 2025 draft, you throw in that Toronto first round pick and becomes player X. That is a, a, a key factor in the in the future of the team beyond that year. So, you know, three agents, uh, the trade market, there's a lot of ways that this team can, can add pieces outside of already – the bolstering up their their prospect system so rebuild rebuilding is way more than just draft
0: picks even though they're nice it's way more than that Uh, back on like the free agency thing when it becomes time uh sam lafferty uh sent a text message to the hawks social media person and said i want to share this message yeah this was so this is uh from sam lafferty says i want to thank the blackhawks for these last two seasons when i was traded here i didn't know what to expect but i'm grateful for everything that's happened since then the team gave me an opportunity to play. The fans at the United Center were incredible, and my teammates have become great friends. I'm going to miss it, but I'm very excited for what's ahead. I loved my time in Chicago, and I wish this team and the fan base all the best. That is the sentiment mm-hmm. of everyone who's played here. Everybody, guys love playing in Chicago. Win yeah. or lose. they're ha- Like, for Max Domi to publicly say, like, yeah, sign me up for more of this. Really? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... That, I, I think that, that is, that's significant. Uh, a couple of people are are writing about the the potential return for Patrick Kane. I know Charlie Romeliotis said tonight um, like it would be maybe just a second-round pick, and that's it. That would surprise me. That would be very surprising. A little bit. Um, I was talking to an agent tonight who thought that the return would be similar to what um, the uh, – Flyers got for Claude Giroux from the Panthers, which was uh, Owen Tippett and a first round pick, and a third mm-hmm. round and a third pick. round pick, and then the Panthers also sent some pieces back the other way. Or yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There yeah. were a couple. The fly The Flyers sent so.
0: a flyer sent the guys guys sent an extra too. like too late two late round pick or something.
1: Prospecy guys. I right would be
0: out. surprised if you get that much for Kane, but I think it's gonna be more than just a second look.
1: There is pressure.
0: On the Rangers to get Kane now to get this deal done. Especially
1: since the Devils just got Timo Meyer. Yeah, I I just, I just don't. Everybody has expected this trade to be done, so now there is a little pressure on Chris Jury. He can't completely lowball it because Kyle Davis is say, "Yeah, no thanks." And uh, you're the guy that screwed up this sure deal, and now you got to tell your fans Mm -hmm. who are already buying Patrick Kane Rangers jerseys. Yeah, but, (laughs) and now that guy wasted his you know $200 and He's not the only one because you know Chris Jury didn't want so there's some pressure on him now yeah uh, i if it's just a second round pick i'd be surprised if they get what the flyers got for Claude Giroux, sign me up yes, Owen tippett's been a really good be nhl happy about player that. Today. Yeah. if it's a first round pick even if it's next year i'm good with that um but we'll see i mean we probably have to wait till friday it sounds like it cuz each passing day gives yeah. some the have Rangers said as more. early as tomorrow. Like, I think they can do it as early as tomorrow, but I, I think Friday would probably be when we actually see it happen. And and preferably, uh, if you're listening, Kyle Davidson, we know uh, the, lots of people in the in the uh, on Madison listen. Uh, 102 p.m. would be a great time to make that official. <laughs> on Friday, we yeah. will be. Uh, on the air for two hours Friday <laughs> uh, from 1 uh, through the actual deadline. Yeah. So, or yeah, 2 o'clock is the deadline, so we'll be on for the last hour of the deadline and then an hour after as all those late things uh, trickle through. Yeah. So, one o two p.m. on Friday would be ideal, please. There, yeah.
2: And there's some pressure on, on on Krischer and the Rangers, too, because all the maneuvering that they've had to do with the, 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 the cab public. situation, it's been very very clear what they're trying to do, how much money they're trying to to afford and who they're doing it for. And they they played a game the other night where they were they were short skaters. So it's like you're you're making sacrifices in real games that matter for in in, in the standings to get this to get Patrick Kane. And if you don't end up getting him, because you, low ball him. because you yeah, because you know, you, you, you say, well, I think I have all the leverage. So screw you. Here's a future second. And Davidson could say, well, that's not worth it. Then it's on Drury to, to say, you know, you have to, you have to come up and, and, and make the, make the deal. So there, there is pressure on him. And if it does, if it falls through, then, Hey, I, I, I think, I think the ball is clearly in the Rangers court since Patrick Kane has made it very clear that he wants to go to new york and new york only and kyle davidson look if if if, if this was still a, a back and forth of trying to get something done i think kane is still with the team the fact that he's back here in chicago yeah. and and doing off ice or doing uh, on ice workouts away from the team he's the, the deal is the deal is all but done it's just when it's going to be made official um so i hope that all of that has been worth it for the rangers to 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 do all the that finagling to to get Kane in, and you know, I I hope it's made uh, it's made worthwhile on on the Blackhawks side. It's it's going to be, uh, you know, it's kind of been a slow burn uh, of the acceptance of this trade coming uh, since it's kind of the writing's been on the wall the last couple of days. But it's still once it's made official, uh, whether it's tomorrow, Wednesday, Friday at one o two, whatever it is. Um it's still gonna sting, but I think it's been it's kind kind of knowing it's coming, knowing the path that it's gone down it's it's yeah. made it a little bit easier to be like all right let's let's get it let 's rip the bandaid off I
1: think everybody is ready for it to just be over and done with at this point, even the biggest Patrick Kane fans that want him here forever yeah. are ready to be like okay let's do it and and no, I really don't think Davidson would walk away, but you gotta at least threaten to play that card, yeah, you have to at least yeah. Don't, don't insult me yeah like, like mm-hmm. yeah I know I, I I don't think he uh he pulls the plug on this trade but he at least has to make chris jury think that he may mm-hmm. um so you know it's gonna be a game of chicken and we'll see
2: I mean it's it's, it's his biggest deal as a GM yeah. so right he's he, it's not it's not one to uh to stumble over for sure
0: well uh, you know I, by the way the Rangers play Wednesday and Thursday. So they play the Flyers Wednesday night, the the uh, Senators Thursday night. So if they can make it happen Wednesday, maybe it's Wednesday at twelve oh one a.m. or something like that, so they can get Kane over there and and get him in the lineup against Philly. But yeah. uh, we'll see. Uh, a lot to you mentioned it's his biggest deal. I will say, if I have one small criticism of Kyle Davidson, I think it's a valid criticism. Is the bigger the names he's traded, the lo- the lower the return has been. He hasn't gotten a ton for it. I think we're going to get into the McCabe and Lafferty trade, I would say, a little less than we were expecting, maybe, yeah. when we were going to look at the collective of what those two <laughs> would bring back.
2: And a little less than I think some people in Toronto thought they'd have to give up.
0: Yeah. So, and if the rumors are... So, and I'll say this, too. I think a lot of the people who are taking stabs at the return are guessing. I have spoken to people inside the organization that don't know what the deal is yet, mm-hmm. sp- specifically. So... I would be surprised if people like us have the specifics. I think a lot of people are just kind of guessing. Yeah.
1: And we've done a lot of guessing this yeah. trade season and been wrong a lot more than we've been right. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's yeah, it, it's the risk you take. That's why I don't like to deal much in rumors a lot because you're yeah. wrong a lot more than you're We're, right.
0: It's rare when someone says, like, everyone's saying, like, the deal's in place. They're just waiting. If that, that was the case, we'd we know would what know it is. the details. We would, it by would now. be out by now. There's, Someone would yeah. have
1: specifics by now, and Absolutely. there's no specifics yet, right? Which means I think there's a framework, you know, this or this, this or. But yeah, you're right. If there were specific, if it was done, and they're just waiting for the whatever time they can make it done so they fit it, somebody would have that out there.
0: Uh, lebowski sure. five has a super chat five bucks. Thank you. He says, do you think the Hawks will sign any bridge? Big free agents, like when they signed a coin and Lapointe, or wait until they're ready to contend. I think you are going to see a lot of more Max Domi, Athanasiu, those types of guys, kind of looking for a second chance, want to you know, you know, bet on themselves. Those are the
1: perfect kind of deals. This year's for free. free agents class is not good. Yeah, it's not. It's exciting. not good. There's nobody in this free agency class that you're really going to be like. That's a guy. Well, someone I asked wonder. about Dylan Larkin
0: earlier, but I can't. I, I don't, the, see, him I don't see him leaving, leaving Detroit. Detroit. I don't see that happening. That doesn't make s- a lot of
1: sense no, to me. I don't see it happening.
2: No, if, if Detroit's trying to continue to try and pry their window open that they thought they threw open this year, which they didn't. Um yeah, you kind of need a guy like him to stay around. You're not
1: letting your leading scorer, Captain, Michigan boy, leave.
2: Yeah. That's it's tough. Steve
1: Iserman being Steve Iserman. He did this with Steven Stampos. Yeah, right. And where did what happened? He came back. So no. I would be shocked if Dylan Larkin goes anywhere else. Um
2: Yeah, I, and and I think, you know, free agency, I uh I I think that you're gonna see a couple of guys that are like, oh, maybe here to be flipped again. Or, you know, th- there's a lot of money that can be spent by the by the Blackhawks this summer. I wonder if they take a stab in the RFA market and offer sheet somebody. And just see, be like, hey, like, they have the room. That'd be fun. You know, they have the draft capital for some of those things. So
1: I'm a big fan of the offer sheets. We need more of them. Uh,
0: real quick. Windy City Hockey says... The Tanner Janot trade should have raised the value of McCabe and Lafferty. It didn't really do that. The rest of the league should not be responsible for the stupidity of another GM. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think everyone got excited. Like, whoa, that's what they got for Tanner Janot? Everyone's like, why would you give up that much for Tanner Janot? That's crazy. Yeah. So, when you talk about, like, setting the market when big free agents sign or big names are traded, that is a... That's a whole other stratosphere. That's just Tampa doing their Tampa thing, where they they did the same thing for Brandon Hagel. We all love Brandon Hagel. They overpaid for Brandon Hagel. Yeah, they did. Like it's and they're, they they super overpaid for Tanner Janelle. Yeah,
1: yeah. They they overpaid for Barclay Goodrow. Uh, you know those types of guys. But they need those guys. Sure, and, and they've been winning with them. Yeah, if they win a couple. But eventually, worth it, but eventually they're gonna stop winning, and their superstars are gonna be old and not be their superstars anymore, and they're going to have new young players to replace them. All right. Let's do our things for this
0: game. Let's do our four stars of the game, and we'll do our DraftKings king of the game. Then we'll take a break, and we'll really get into the Lafferty-McCabe trade. So let's do our four stars of the game here. All right, your three stars of the game. <laughs> your, your number three star for the Anaheim Ducks, the ageless Cam Fowler. He is a uh, plus two with six shot attempts. Your number two star was Troy Terry, a goal and assist and plus two. And your number one star for the Ducks, Mason McTavish, three assists plus three, four shots on goal. You might be able to guess my four star of the game. Picked him before he was the toast of the game, by the way, by Patrick Sharp. There you go. Andreas England gets mine. His Hawks debut, 17.05 of ice time. Four shots, another shot attempt, a hit, and two block shots. Really solid debut for a guy playing with a completely new (laughs) defensive partner. (laughs) A defined defense and partner and got the fart. Defensive partner, uh, really solid showing for him. So uh, encouraging through one game for Andreas England.
2: Yeah yeah not a bad debut,
1: yes, and he has got a gigantic neck
0: he does yeah he check has, out check out his uh media elite. guide picture. It's like holy a, a, a elite neck. yeah it's, it's like uh uh what's his name Mike G- Glennon with uh muscles,
1: <laughs> yeah, if Mike Glennon's neck worked out um <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh David Gust, who was our king of the game last game, but he followed it up with a nice. A uh, little game, second game, got his first trip to an NHL penalty box, so hey, there nice. goes the Lady Bing. Uh, but <laughs> otherwise, he was tied for the team lead with four shots on goal. He was active, made a couple defensive plays through the night. So, you know, another talk about a guy that's making the most of his opportunity. He's been doing that all season long in Rockford. We heard about it yesterday, about he thought about walking away from the game. Yeah. And he's making the best of it. He's got himself a a two-way deal for this year and the rest of next year. He's going to go back down to Rockford and be a leader on a team that hopefully has a long playoff run. So good for David Gust.
4: Yep.
2: Yeah, happy for him, absolutely. Uh, My four-star of the night, um, and I I actually had to think about it for once. (laughs) Couldn't just default to Jake McCabe, and I can't anymore, unfortunately. But uh, this one was pretty easy for me. Uh, Max Domi. This is his team for the time being.
1: For the next and, four days. Yeah, I mean he's
2: <laughs> he's making the most of it. He's he like he said, uh, Jay, he has done everything that anyone could have expected uh, from him. Out of uh, out of his time in Chicago, and he came here on a one-year deal, very flippable uh, situation. Even though Kyle Davidson says that that's not why he was signed here. Uh-huh. Okay, um, sure but he damn. is he had two assists tonight. He is definitely. Uh, continuing the hot streak that he's uh, had while playing with Patrick Kane. When Patrick Kane decided to turn it on, uh, Max Domi has continued that, um, helping himself. You know, look, like we, we talked about it a little bit on, on today's uh, instant reaction emergency podcast. Uh, we've talked a little bit about it throughout the week, but like if, if Domi ends up being, being a guy that doesn't get traded at this deadline and does sign an extension with the Blackhawks, I am totally fine with that cuz I I I don't think he's done anything to uh to say that he he shouldn't have a place with this team if he doesn't if he wants to have it. Um he's he's said that he liked playing for Kyle Davidson or um for Luke Richardson and that's why he wanted to come to Chicago and he's said multiple times like I I like it here. Like I I would want to keep playing here. So if he wants to do that, if he says sign me up for this, whatever's next, um and, and Davidson doesn't uh, get, get the uh, assets that he you know, sets the, the market for for Domi on his own end and says that I don't have to trade him, um, I'm totally fine with that. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think there's, some, there's, there's some good things that Max, Max Domi has brought to the team this year, and I think he can continue to bring
0: to them. All right, that brings us to our DraftKings, king of the game. And it is good old number 90, Tyler Johnson. One goal, one assist, three shots on goal, and 19.45 of ice time. His goal was a power play goal. Uh, He's really played well lately. Um, Some people I saw in the chat were mentioning him as a potential trade piece. Five million for the next
1: two years. Next year. year. Pretty unlikely. Next year, definitely. Next year, if he's been healthy and producing, he will be a nice little trade target. Yeah. It would
0: surprise me if he moved
2: this year. It's so crazy how how effective he can be and it, you just you just forget about it sometimes because he's missed more games than he's played since yeah. he's been with the Blackhawks but when he's healthy and he's and he's you know going right like he's very effective so it's I'm, just
0: it's been so rare that we've seen him like even close to 100 percent right and mm-hmm. the but when he has been like to start he's, the year this year he looked great yeah and the last what handful of games five six games he's been one of the best Hawks Yep. The dude can play. He's mm-hmm. been a winner
1: his whole career. Well, except when he's in Chicago. <laughs> both both Blackhawks goals came on a power play tonight. Yep. Uh, it's kind of amazing how successful a power play can be when everybody's not looking to pass to one specific player. Yep. That's true. And I'm not knocking Patrick Kane by any means necessary, but there are have been a lot of nights where I think he does did more harm than good to the power play by just being yeah, on just the power play. Because yeah. guys are like, oh, got to give it to Patrick Kane. Got to give it to it Patrick Kane. Sure. And I'm sure there were many times he's getting those passes going, what the F are you guys doing? Right, Take yeah. the shot. He's not there tonight. They score twice on the power play. Yeah, I don't think that's a coincidence. Yep.
0: I think you're right. All right, well, if you want to go see the uh, Chicago debuts of uh, Andreas England and Joey Anderson, maybe Nikita
1: Zaitsev, Greg, yeah. how, can the, how can our good friends get in the building? Well, they can head over to Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals to tickets for tickets to wherever you want to go. You want to go to a sporting event? You want to go to a rock concert? You want to go see one of those f- fun Broadway musicals downtown? Well, Game Time has got your hookup you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you thought you never could, like the 50-yard line, maybe you want to be courtside for a Bulls game or sit right behind the penalty box so you could yell at dudes who have cheated, uh, you can do that <laughs> with game time. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You're not going to find a better deal on Blackhawks tickets for the rest of this season. Game time is created by the fans. It's for the fans, and they guarantee the lowest price. So if you stumble across some other weird ticket website that's not game time and you see a ticket price lower than what you saw at game time – Let them know, and they are going to match it. And if you love CHGO and you wouldn't be hanging out with us at 1222 on a Tuesday if you didn't, then you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in your podcast descriptions. For those of you watching right now on YouTube, scroll down. On your way to the link, smash that giant thumbs-up button for us. We appreciate that. No matter where you're listening, check out the podcast description. You will see the link for game time and your Blackhawks tickets. So join over 15 million people who've downloaded the game time app and score the best seats for all your favorite events. Hey, you can even get a good deal for your not so favorite events.
0: Yeah, crappy
2: events. <laughs> yeah,
1: cheap. Even if you what hate it, it, you're going to save no, money. That's
2: a cheap ticket. I'll go to that. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights, learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device, and track your facility's energy usage and more, incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting, and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Visit ComEd.com slash PoweringBizNow to start saving money and energy. And to start a project, contact them at 855-433-2700. For more info, email businessee at ComEd.com or ee at ComEd.com. .com. All right, now we move into our Jake McCabe, Sam Lafferty trade portion of the show. Mm-hmm. If you missed it, the Blackhawks traded uh, Jake McCabe uh, and retained 50% of his contract. Forward Sam Lafferty and a 2024 fifth-round pick that's conditional. A 2025 fifth-round pick that's conditional. to Toronto for forwards Joey Anderson, Pavel Gogolev. A 2025 first-round pick, which is top 10 protected and a 2026 second-round pick. The conditions of the pick. The Blackhawks will transfer the latest of any 2024 fifth-round pick in their possession to the Maple Leafs. In the event that Jake McCabe plays in fewer than 50% of his team's playoff games in 2022-23, that's this year, or fewer than 25% of his team's games in the 2023-24 regular season, the Blackhawks will transfer their own third-round pick in 2025, instead of their fifth round pick mm. in 2025. You'll have to All right, saw Confused yet? leg off. Yes, there you go. There <laughs> Who you comes have it. up
1: with these conditions?
0: Long story short, Man. McCabe and Lafferty Players. are Leafs, and the Hawks have a first round pick and a second round pick to show for it.
1: Yeah. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that Jake McCabe would turn into a first round pick and Sam Lafferty would turn into a second round pick, granted, not for this year's draft, but the, but, I would have been happen. like, I would have been like, hey, that sounds really good to me. Let's make yeah. that happen. And you guys talked about it on on the uh, reaction podcast earlier today. You know, it is. It felt, I want to say, underwhelming. It's not underwhelming. It was a little uh, okay. I thought there'd be a little more, but this once again just proves that we cannot predict what NHL GMs do what they are what they're willing to accept everybody wants to say you got to take this you got to take this well sometimes it's just not going to happen you you you, the other guy doesn't want to give you that so you settle on something else yes it would have been great if that first round pick was this year or even next year but you know what you got to have now you got two draft first round picks in 2025 Kyle Davidson even said it when he was on the pregame show. We're going to play it here in a second, too. Yeah, he says, hey, I might trade that pick to get a guy we need. Right. You know, hey, an extra first-round pick. That could be the year that maybe he thinks, hey, that's the big free agent class year, and maybe we're right there, and there's a guy I really want on this team, and I'm going to give up a first-round pick to get him. You have that luxury. So – yeah, I don't want. I don't want to say underwhelming or disappointing because that's not the right word. Yeah, that makes it seem like they got ripped off. They didn't get ripped off. I just wish there was a little bit more. But I'm not unsatisfied with what. Yeah, they got. That's Yeah, that's a good way
0: to put it. I, I was hoping for maybe a prospect of a little more value. Yeah, you know, I know that you weren't going to get Nyes nice or anybody like that. No. but someone that you could really say like, okay, when this team's ready to win again, this prospect could be part of things. Nothing against Joey Anderson or Pavel Gogolev, um, but neither of them really project to be. Doesn't anything seem. Great. No, they don't seem to fit that mold. Uh, here's an, an angle about this trade. By the way, I know it's going to be painful for all of us, but it's almost guaranteed. At Toronto, Tampa in the first round. Mm-hmm. If Tampa can knock off, or if t- Toronto can knock off Tampa, that first round pick the Hawks got for Brandon Hagel looks a lot better. Yeah. That would land in the teens,
2: then, wouldn't it? Yes, likely.
3: Yeah, or is it? Somewhere. Or is it
2: based off of like? I think it's based on regular and season and then record. And then who's knocked first out? Round. Yeah.
1: So like the eight first round, uh, guys that get knocked out in the first round are then separated by where they finish in the regular season. Okay, but Tampa's not like Tampa's their, third, third place, right? Third right in
2: their division. So, so yeah,
1: it would probably fall in right around nineteen or twenty depending on who else gets knocked out. Yeah. Um, you know, hey, y- you would love to see Tampa get knocked out and then maybe an 8 seed or two advance cuz that yeah, would help, right. you, you know, cuz right. those Tampa would be ahead of the, you know, if a number 1 seed got knocked out mm-hmm. Boston looking at you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it it would definitely help. Uh and as much as I don't want ta- uh, Toronto to get out of the first round just because I just I feed off those tears every (laughs) spring. I wouldn't be upset at it this year because it helps out the Blackhawks.
0: Yep. Right. Yeah. I am. I don't hate the Leafs. I'm one of those people. I don't hate the Leafs. I hate
1: Leafs fans. Yeah. Mm. Well, except the fun ones that pop in here every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. Yeah, of course. Just Leafs. All right, I don't want to say fans. That's unfair. Leafs culture. Yeah, Leafs culture. That's a good way to put the it. The whole thing of we're the most important team. How does every trade affect us? Right. You haven't won shit in fifty years. You ain't that important. <laughs> all right
0: Yes, that's true. All right, we're gonna play uh, Kyle Davidson for the morning skate here. I see one hundred and thirty people in the chat. I see sixty-one likes. That's uh, that means not everyone has smashed the like 50%. button. So smash Come that on. like button. We're not getting an extra spin. It's trade deadline time. We got we got to ramp things up. You'll get an extra spin when we get to ninety five. Ooh, there we that's go. right. That's a big demand. You want an extra spin at the tank wheel? Get us to ninety five likes. If we get to hundred, I'll give you two extra. How about that? Nice. All right. And Let's do we, play. Uh, do this we know is, who we are back to uh, back to using for our. Spins. We're gonna alternate between the two. We're tonight. alternating. Okay. See who we like better. <laughs> um. All right. Let's hear from Kyle Davidson. This is him before. Uh after the morning skate before the game today
3: um you know just in in our effort to acquire future assets and and continue the the rebuild and and you know draft picks and 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 prospects are are the currency that is valuable to us at this time and we're able to get some really high valued assets uh in this trade obviously it's not easy moving on from two uh good players and players that we valued but um, you know, you have to give something to get something and we're happy with the return.
5: Have you kind of evaluated the market separately for each of them and it just turned out that the, most, the best fit was the same team for them both or...?
3: Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it was, it was uh, a situation where we, maybe we could have separated them, but, uh, you know, we felt that the, the total value was, was likely there just to do them together. Uh, so it was, it was just uh, easier to make it a combo.
4: Do you have to weigh, like, what players to retain and just knowing that you only have so many slots to do that and just how much of that can be valuable in the future too?
3: Yeah, definitely. It, it's it's something we always have to, to keep in mind and uh, those spots are valuable. You only get three of them at one time. And so um, it was just, you know, run through the the process and it it, see, it felt like it made sense in this case. What about the two prospects coming back?
5: I guess what was the, the reason why you, you wanted those guys?
3: Yeah, you know, I think, well, we, we were you know sending some players out, and, and we, 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 we do need some players, and they're players that, um, when provided with a list that we, we wanted to bring in, and so uh, getting Joey and Pavel is, will be good. Joey's going to join us here in, uh, in Chicago. Hopefully we can get him in time for the game tonight, and then Pavel will join uh, uh, Rockford. They're up, in, they're up in Ontario right now, so we'll, uh, we'll get them in and hopefully get them, get them playing as soon as possible.
4: When those draft picks are, was that
3: by choice, or was that what they were offering or? Um, yeah, it was a, um, probably a choice, uh, just because we've, you know, we don't want to stack too many draft picks all in one spot. Um, it's, it's nice to spread them out, and then you, it gives you the option to uh, you know, potentially use them as currency elsewhere, too. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to make that selection. 2025 and 2026 is a while away, and uh, you know, if there's an opportunity to use them to you know, leverage something else elsewhere that's of value to us... Then, then we'll do that. But um, having too many picks in in short succession is probably a little uh, uh, complicated for us. So I think spreading out was was something that we really wanted to do. Going back, I guess to the the step trade. I mean, on who on
5: might one here, but uh, to weaponize the cap space and get get a second and fourth, I think, back for that, was that pleasing to make that happen.
3: Yeah, definitely. It's uh, you know it was um, it was nice to be able to use. Uh, an asset we had in, in our, our cap space to acquire you know especially the second round pick it's a really high valued pick uh, this year and so it was it was something we were happy to do and um, uh, able to, to leverage the the strength of position that we had. Is that something you might look
5: into doing more for you know, future trade or? Yeah for, for sure like we'll
3: definitely be open to anything like that Um, you know no specific ideas or anything but you never know when something will come up and we do have the the, the space to um, to act on something like that, so we'll keep our, our options open and definitely look at what comes. So. And
4: then with the Josiah
3: and Jack Johnson
4: is what one of
3: those? Um, just you know, with with Jack, it was uh, uh, you know an opportunity to bring Andreas in and, and give him an opportunity in our system and see uh, how he does and how he looks, and and then with uh, on the flip side, sending Jack to. Colorado is a great opportunity for him to go on another run with uh, a team he's really familiar with in a situation that I think he would really enjoy. So uh, Jack was uh, a great professional for us, you know, good player and really helped uh, our locker room uh, throughout the year. And so we uh, when when the opportunity came up, I think it was uh, it was something we wanted to jump after him. Were you hoping to do that
5: all along to eventually get him to a contender to reward him for this?
3: Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the plan throughout, but it, over the last couple days, it, it became an option, and then when you know uh, name came up, he was someone that we wanted to give an opportunity to here, and so it, it worked out for both sides, I think. Where
4: what, what do things stand with with
3: Patrick Kane now? Um, no, no update there. Just in a holding pattern for now until uh, until you know things. Hopefully get to a conclusion, but we'll see where that goes.
4: Has he technically waived his number
3: of clause, or how's that? Um, I think I prefer not to comment on that right now. Is you know difficult decision for Patrick, and and uh, okay. right now we're in a holding pattern, so we'll we'll wait until there's something more formal to announce if we get there. Have there been any other discussions, and just moving forward with four days left? Yeah, you're always kind of you know talking and bouncing things around with other teams, and we'll see if anything happens. But we got a, a you know a lot of Work done the last twenty-four hours or so, but um, you know, still, still a little bit of a lead up to the deadline. So we'll see where things go. When you, when you signed Domi
5: and you it seemed like it kind of made sense that maybe both of those guys could be could be deadline things. Is that something that you might look into doing, trying to to get a draft pick back for them? Or?
3: Um, you know what I think it's just us, you know, remaining open to any ideas that are thrown our way. I've not uh, definitely not. We didn't sign them just to. To be traded, right? We signed them because we liked them as players, and we thought that they could contribute and and help push a a certain style of play, which I think they've done an excellent job at. And um, you know, it's 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 a business, so we have to do our due diligence. But um, we'll see what comes. But nothing uh, nothing planned right now.
4: Do do you know when Zaitsev's going to arrive?
3: Not yet. No, we're still working through. It's a little bit of a complicated visa process um, coming from a Canadian team, so could be another couple days. But no definitive timeline.
4: With the cap situation next season, how much is that in the back of your head? Knowing that just how I guess the hurdles to get even to the floor.
3: Yeah, not at all. To be honest, you know, I think the the one um, thing that we have in Chicago is we've got a, a great city, an organization that treats treats players very well, and so we're always going to be a pretty desirable destination. And so um, it, the cap floor is not of any concern to me uh, as as we stand here today.
5: For the rest of the season it seems like the rush is going to probably be in a bit of flux this week but how do you plan to kind of sort things out once we get through this to you know field the team the rest of the way
3: uh well you know we've got some players here that are coming back pretty shortly i think um you know we'll see how when we get back to chicago the progress reese johnson mackenzie antwistle and see how they're doing and then obviously we have to see what happens to the deadline but um you know we've also got some really nice players in rockford that are knocking on the door and so uh, they deserve an opportunity at some point too, and if if we're able to provide them that, then we will do that. Uh, but you know, a lot of a lot of time between now and the deadline, it's only a couple of days, but I think a lot can happen. So we'll we'll just kind of see how that goes and then uh, go from there. What
4: have you thought of Cole Gutman since he's come out?
3: I think I thought he's been fantastic. Uh, plays fast, plays hard. Um, you know, took a pretty big hit there the other night, but bounced back and returned. He's uh, had a great year in Rockford, and and he's this is his first year pro, and it's not a the easiest transition coming out of college and playing a full year of pro right away and take some time for players to get up to speed but you know this late in the year and for him to come in and have the impact he did i was really impressed how
4: do you balance having those guys here or in rockford knowing that rockford can make a run and then even some of those junior guys being eligible for the playoffs mm-hmm. so what how do you i guess look at the bigger picture with where those guys should be at
3: yeah we're always looking at the bigger picture and and um you know i think the the one good thing is that uh you know our um regular season and their playoffs they They probably don't cross over too much, and so um, if uh, it looks like they're on track to to be in the playoffs and and so I don't think that them uh, you know getting any time towards the end of the year with us will will impact their ability to participate in the playoffs so um you know i I'm open to having guys come up and and you know a lot of them have proven that they're they're uh you know knocking on the door and they're close and so we'd uh, if if the opportunity arises and the ability's there for us, we'd like to give some of them some more shots along the along the home stretch for us, and then um, have them back in Rockford. Any update
4: on on Taze? Is he working out at
3: all? Uh, no update. No update. We're gonna um, just kind of giving him his time still, and we'll uh, we'll probably get more of an update when the team's back in Chicago.
0: That was a Blackhawks General Manager Kyle Davidson, courtesy of ChicagoBlackHawks.com. Lots of good stuff in there. Whenever we have uh, audio quality that good mm-hmm. on, a, on a topic that important, we're going to share it. Uh, interesting that he said when asked about has Patrick Kane waived his no moving clause, he didn't say no. He said, I'm not going to comment on that not right comment. now. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. We all know it's, it's going to happen. It's,
2: it's, if it doesn't happen, uh, I will. my jaw will break through the floor.
1: I thought you were going to say you were to shave your beard.
2: No, no. There's already been one beard bet on this show. I think that's yeah, good for yeah. one season.
1: Um, yeah. We need that guy that, that, hang, that hung out at Wrigley Field like in the early 2010s with the it's going to happen. Oh, design. yeah. We <laughs> just need him to follow Kyle Davidson around for the next four days. <laughs>
0: exactly. All right, we got 90 likes. Come on, five more and you'll get an extra spin. Ten more, you get two extra spins. But first, Mario's is going to tell you how to look dab on the golf course. Yeah.
2: You know it. Uh, Pins and Aces, they have some of the best golf apparel around, and they are, of course, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO and the presenting sponsor for the Big Drive Energy Podcast on the All-City Network. Uh, They have tons of gear to make you look great out there on the golf course. They have uh, amazing polos, hats, golf bags that can be customized. And, of course, they have the beer sleeve. The innovative product that allows you to store up to seven beers right inside your golf bag and beers. keep them cold the entire round, uh, whether it's beers or sparkling water, or what else comes in a can? Juice. Pap. Or what? Pap. Pap. <laughs> pap.
1: Can of pap. Pap. Oh, You're too pop. close to Wisconsin. We oh, call pop. it pop. All I'm right? sorry, pop. Yeah,
2: sure. Those two, you could you put there that, that in there and Couple keep them. pops. Keep them cold the entire
0: round. Some Italian beef sandwiches.
2: <laughs> you might as well. I don't know if you want to keep. I
0: don't know if you want to keep
2: them cold, but you know, it like
0: keeps them warm keep, too. Keep
2: them insulated. Yeah, that. I don't know if stuffing the beefs in your beer sleeve is is <laughs> endorsed. We
1: gotta find out. Just don't get them dipped. Not sure. Isn't that a euphemism for someone else stuffing your beef in the sleeve? I think it is.
2: Oh man, I don't know if that's endorsed by Pins and Aces, but. Uh, We'll see. We'll we'll, hey, we'll check it off. This come golf out with season. a beef sleeve. I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: oh my nickname in college. <laughs> uh, check out
2: pinsandaces.com uh, for all of your golf needs. Uh, I don't know if they'll get you your beef needs, but <laughs> they, will. they will get you your golf needs. Use the promo code CHGO. Uh, when you do, you're going to get 15% off of your order, your first order. Uh, and you're going to get sh- free shipping on that order as well. Again, that's pinsandaces.com,
0: promo code CHGO.
1: I think I saw Beef Sleeve play uh, the second <laughs> second stage of Lollapalooza back in 96.
0: Yeah, that was a good show. All right, before I tell you all about DraftKings, we're going to play a little game here. The guys here know the answer to this question, oh, so man. I can't ask them. Okay. Player A <laughs> has played 59 games, has 18 goals, 31 assists, for 49 points. It's pretty good. That's player A. 59 games, 18 goals, 31 assists, 49 points. <laughs> player B has played 59 games, has 19 goals, 31 assists, and 50 points. Play along at home.
2: It's also not bad.
0: And tell me who these players are I'm talking about. One is a Blackhawk. One is a Blackhawk. All right. DraftKings Sportsbook, you know by now, is the official betting partner of CHGO and All City. They've got the incredible NBA no-sweat same-game parlays. Major League Baseball is here. I was watching balls fly out of Sloan Park today like like he was going out of style, (laughs) mostly for the other team, which isn't great, but it's spring training, so that's fine. Get those uh, totals in. Get your home run leaders in. Get all those great bets in before the regular season begins. Bet on who's going to win divisions. Awesome. So much stuff you can do on DraftKings. Um, I uh, du- uh, almost over doubled my money the other night, and now I'm scared to bet my $1. thirty-seven that's in my account because I don't want to <laughs> be back at zero. But I'm going to get back in the game because playing at DraftKings is super, super fun. You can do it too. Download the app now and sign up with code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Greg keeps looking at me. Do I have a booger or something? Minimum agent eligibility <laughs> restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Side-eyeing. All on. right, did anyone get it right in no, the uh, no chat? One, no one's gotten it no right. No one got it right. People, okay. People know that.
1: They got, the, they got the, player A down. The player A is Max player Domi. Player A,
0: yep. who has 59 games, 18 goals, 31 assists, 49 points. That is Max Domi. Player B, with 59 games, 19 goals, 31 assists, 50 points, is
2: Our buddy Alex, Alex DeBringit. Buddy, Allen K. Got there it. is a
0: one goal difference between Max Domi and Alex DeBrinket. But I was told we didn't get enough for Alex DeBrinket. <laughs> I'm
1: just telling. I'm just. Yeah. I'm stating true facts, which are my favorite kind of facts. So we got. Yeah. So you're telling me we basically got Kevin Korchinski for Max Domi? <laughs> yes, yeah, <I> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got for the same production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, it's the hockey's a funny game. I am mean, not n- nothing. Look, if Alex DeBrinket wants to come back to the Hawks, he is more than welcome.
1: Yeah, sure. But I, I
0: just think it should be noted how well Max Domi's playing. If I told you on July 1st when the Blackhawks signed Max Domi that on February 28th, Domi and DeBrinket were going to be one point apart, you would say, how long was DeBrinket hurt? <laughs> yeah. Right? Right, yeah. Yeah, you would never believe that. So mm-hmm. there it is. So that's just something uh, that was really it's interesting. It's something interesting,
2: yeah. Eh, really hey, I mean, you, you signed to Brink Cat in the summer, you draft Bedard, you re-sign Kane, and there's your top line,
1: right? Stop it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. Those are the same type of suggestions you <laughs> yell at people for. That's a hat throw <laughs> if it's in the chat. All
0: right. Uh, it is time to do the Tankathon tank standings and then spin the wheel. We've got 98 likes, really. Hey, there we go. We're going to go out like that. We're going to go out like punks with we'll 98 likes. More. 99. All right, one more like, and one we get more. a second bonus Come spin. On, let's people. go. All right, right, we're. I know we're going to do Come it. Come on, people know. In the meantime, let's people, check the tank standings. Know.
2: Is that the song from South Park?
0: Stan Marsh had to make up a song. People
2: now, people know. Come on, people now. I
1: don't know. I think you're right.
0: I think you're right. All right, is hey, 100? Hey, well done. There we go. All right, here you go. Uh, looks, tank standing updates. Columbus still sure. on top <laughs> with 44 points in 60 games. Anaheim. With a big tank loss tonight, forty-seven points in sixty-one games, the Hawks third in the tank standings with forty-seven points in fifty-nine games. San Jose and Arizona are fourth and fifth. So, with that, mm-hmm. we're going to go back to Tankathon tonight because they actually have their standings updated, which is helpful when trying to correctly spin. Yeah, yes, usually the Tankathon is, wheel. that
1: is accuracy does count. All right, mm-hmm. so
0: we've got three spins. All right, come on. If we get to one hundred and ten, we'll do four Tankathon. Let's go.
1: Hey! Hey! Woo! Welcome back, Tankathon. <laughs> one and done. <laughs> Chicago, Columbus, Anaheim, so San Jose. Two for tomorrow's post game
0: show. Arizona. There's like your top it. five. We got two banked for tomorrow. Beautiful. All so right. Post mullet great.
1: tank spins.
0: That's a lot of fun. Uh, game puck drop is at 8 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, thank you. So, not as late of a post game show. Whew. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, looking forward to that. And maybe we'll see Nikita Zaitsev one of these days. I don't maybe. know. Maybe he never crosses the border. Who knows?
1: Maybe not. Maybe he's already been Kim Johnson's.
0: (laughs) We'll just let that go. All right. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Reminder, as always, we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Before we go, reminder March 1st, Wednesday. Wednesday night, we're going to have a CHGO Blackhawks happy hour. What does that mean? It is a virtual event for diehards only. We're going to be like basically in a Zoom style room and we'll be able to bring you on and chat with us for an an hour or so on Wednesday night, March 1st. So mark your calendars, more info on that to come uh, in terms of time and things like that in the coming days. But Might serve as uh, our Patrick Kane trade show. (laughs) It very well might. That might be our Patrick Kane emergency podcast. So uh, we'll see you there and we'll see you tomorrow night after Hawks and Coyotes on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.